0: Welcome back. It's Red Star Radio. It's another interview episode, and we have our returning champion uh, to the show, and the man who uh, brings us all the latest news from inside the machinations of the Anglo-American deep state. It's Kit Clarenberg, uh, live from the former, U- former and future Yugoslavia. Hopefully, Kit, welcome back to the program. Hey Alex. So um you're here today, Kit, to talk about a piece you wrote for Mint Press News back in March of this year regarding the costly collapse and implosion of the Afghan military and state. But given that the news is a fast-moving picture at all times, and given you have reported quite extensively on the uh activities of the shadier characters inside the British deep state and their involvement with the Ukrainian uh war, I wondered if you wanted to say anything on the Recent uh, attempted drone attack on the Kremlin uh, that were that happened just the other day. And whether there is a likelihood of any uh, Anglo-American sort of deep state actors involved in this, and what the potential motivations might have been. So, do you have any thoughts on that? Just to just to start off with. Yeah, sure. So,
1: I mean, I, I, the second this happened, I was immediately thinking of the the, uh, the kind of transnational criminal network run by uh, Chris Donnelly, who is um, you know a long-standing uh, uh, British defense advisor and and. Uh, uh, M- military intelligence colonel um, who it seems was fundamental to the planning of the Kirch Bridge uh, attack like, um, last year and all, and, is, and is also um, along with Guy Spindler of, of MI6 Infamy um, been constructing a uh, a partisan terror army to carry out the um, Uh, escalatory uh, attacks uh, in and around Crimea. Um, Yeah, I mean, this seems precisely their MO, um, a a completely unnecessary um, escalation. I mean, it, 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 if you, if you look at the, the public statements of, um, of of Russian officials in the wake of this, and you know they they are remarkably forthright, in they they are very honest about um, how they feel and what they want and what they're willing to achieve. It. I, I mean, I do th- I think this could be the end of Zelensky. Um, you know yeah. th- that seems to be the tone now. Is this was an a, an assassination attempt on you know on on our leader? Um, and you know, can you imagine if a uh, Russian drone hit the White House and etc. So I mean, I. I, I mean, it, as the, uh, the the war continues to go incredibly badly, like for Ukraine, and there's the risk of, as as we'll get into, a very, very, very high risk of of the US just completely backing out. Um, of course, Britain, which has since the very start of this been trying to challenge the "quote unquote" portion of the Biden administration, and uh, uh, f- effectively attempted to pressure them into an all-out all boots on the ground hot war against Russia, which is you know a completely insane um, proposition. Uh, yeah, but it, it stands to reason that they would that um, that Donnelly et al would try and try and uh, arrange some uh, uh belligerent connivance in order to trigger a Russian overreact uh, overreaction such as say I you know the, the saturation bombing of Kiev um for example um a, a, a in order to uh, uh, try and uh, maintain the US's interest, you know, a- as it were. I mean, yeah, it it just it's a, a- la and and you know the fact that the Ukrainians uh, issued a postage stamp, um, you know, commemorating and immortalizing <laughs> the the um the, this explosion, and uh, you know, while claiming we had nothing to do with this. Um, yeah I mean that speaks volumes now rem- remember the last time they issued a postage stamp it w- it featured Kirch bridge and the ex- the two explosions that, that that stamp featured did not you, they, they, it didn't mirror what actually happened but it perfectly mirrored uh the the, the plan for blowing up coach Bridge um outlined by Chris Donnelly um in in, in leak documents that, w- that we've reported on at the gray zone so, so yeah I mean it stands to reason that this was you know known about in advance by at least elements of of the ukrainian government and they they had they had everything prepared including their um, total denial of uh, of any culpability whatsoever. Um, they seem to have, uh, they seem to be getting better at uh, sticking to the script because, of course, you know, in the wake of Kerch, several um, Ukrainian government officials uh, both uh, cheered cheered this and then you know uh, related it to Putin's birthday that day. And then you know, when the massive Russian counter um, uh, uh, counter result started, they started blaming Russia and saying they had nothing to do with it. So. Yeah, um, they're they're um, they're they're improving all the time. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, well, these stamps are going to be really high value to philatelists in the future, aren't they? I mean, absolutely uh, rare, rare first edition um, Ukrainian act of sabotage stamps. Incredible stuff.
1: <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. I, I mean, and I, th- I think I, I, um, I, I mean, I, I, I do think as well that this it, more generally it just speaks to the total the total disconnect between um uh, re- uh re- reality um and what ukrainian government officials are saying now i you know i would imagine that even uh kiev's most ardent supporters in the west have you know, find uh zelensky uh, talk, talking of how ukrainians will be holidaying in crimea um you know they, they, they this summer they they are you know um uh you know somewhat disbelieving of this and um and you know indeed there have been you know anthony blinken um uh, uh is Expressly told the Ukrainian government to rein in it its its ambitions. Now, I mean, from the perspective of the uh, domestic Ukrainian audience, bearing in mind that the government has you know t- a total stranglehold on information, and indeed is actively seeking out, uh, um, tracking down, and you know, often it seems disappearing people who are critical of, of of the government and indeed the war effort on on, on Telegram and you know other, other social media platforms. I would imagine that the The average Ukrainian, of course, has absolutely no idea of the countless mass graves with billowing Ukrainian flags, you know, um, yeah. uh, <laughs> that are, you know, videos of which are proliferating, you know, all over social media. Um, I would imagine that the average Ukrainian has no idea that, you know, children, are, well, you know, teenagers are being dragged out of classrooms by military recruiters. And yes, like, I mean, that, that postage stamp, which depicts, you know, a, a huge explosion kind of engulfing, engulfing the Kremlin when actually it, it it looked like a firework had gone off or something you know, yeah. it seems to have been shot down by russian russian um you know um, um, electronic um warfare devices or <laughs> or something uh you know it, 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 that that from the from the domestic point of view um surely you know it it it, it would be believed um to, to have been a you know this, this this grand success um and you know the kind of prelude to to Zelensky personally marching on Moscow to um <laughs> so 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 Putin can can sign an instrument of surrender but yeah I mean it, you know more, more 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 generally um yeah, that 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 um that network I I did a cold case review of, of you know a lot of the, the kind of the documents and communications that that that, that we came into possession of last year and there's all sorts of stuff that really jumps out so um that I actually you know to my shame missed at the time but there's a there's a remarkable passage where they where they are talking about um uh you know teaching the ukrainians about, about uh how how to effectively Target using drones um for both uh you know uh offensive and you know surveillance purposes but there's a really there's a there's a truly extraordinary um excerpt in which the, the, there's a representative of a company called prevail which is a you know pr- private uh, British private military company comprised of former SAS and SBS uh veterans. And they that in discussions with the SBU, the, you know, the the security service of Ukraine, uh the SBU openly state that Ukraine's quote unquote pro-Russia contingent. Um, is a priority for monitoring purposes. Now, of course, every time that the the Ukrainians have recaptured territory and um, the, the mainstream media is now acknowledging that this has happened after the Russians left, um, you know the 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 courageous uh, September counteroffensive, which was hailed as a uh, a testament to Ukraine Ukraine's kind of almost magical um, battlefield capabilities. And, you know the the, the Times uh, uh, a few days ago published a report that yes, that acknowledged that these areas had quote unquote been largely stripped of Russian troops. I e you know they, they kind of walked in unopposed, save for artillery, um, and they suffered massive losses. Uh, but yeah. the um, uh, every single time this has happened there has been a cleanup operation of alleged Russian collaborators and sympathizers it would be entirely unsurprising if this is being facilitated by the British Um, you know and I think that given the level of criminality that that Britain has encouraged and facilitated and the risk that you know, at least some of this will be, uh, pu- you know, publicly exposed or, you know, or at least you know or you know confirmed in the wake of a Ukrainian defeat and, um, or you know the capture of, um, you know, particular officials or, um, uh, you know, uh, intelligence operatives. Britain has an even bigger vested interest in keeping this going, um, you know, for, for, for as long as long as possible. I mean, you know, I, 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 Eisenhower remarks at the at the Nuremberg trials remind me to never lose a war. Uh, because yeah. <laughs> he well understood that the it you know it had um, you know, had Berlin prevailed, it would be U.S. and British officials in the dock for precisely the same crimes in in most cases. Um, so yeah, I mean it, it, that would be unsurprising. It does seem like the 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 yeah the Russians. Um, ha- uh detected this um in 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 advance and there was little risk of it um you know seriously injuring anyone but i mean it's it's not it's certainly um it's it's certainly it's highly significant um that the (laughs) that a drone managed to get so far into into russian airspace and i think that yes that the, the 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 ukrainians will be even if behind the scenes to their um, you know, uh, to their uh, proxy backers, will be selling this as a major success. You know, look what we can do if you just give us some more weapons. <laughs> yeah, and and, and yeah, there, I mean, there is there is there is a lot, of course open talk about like you know allowing the allowing the Ukrainians or, or incur- permitting the Ukrainians to start striking Russian territory. I mean, you know, if if that. Bearing in mind that the, the, the response from the drone res- attack on Sevastopol, which was just you know, absolutely savage, you know, but, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, bombing all over all over Ukraine, I suspect that you know they've they've gotten the message that um, <laughs> uh, direct strikes on Russian territory will will, will not be tolerated. Will responded to particularly um, uh, brutally. But yes, you know, as a, just despite this. The, the Russians still seem um uh uh, oh, uh for the most for the most part um highly uh it's the word did not care but they, 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 they seem extremely restrained um and they are you know, they are not targeting they're not targeting civilians and they're they're not they're, they're targeting um, you know, made major civilian infrastructure, uh, save for the, um, you know, the, the, the the electricity generators, e, e, etc. That they, that seems to be a recurring a recurring theme throughout the conflict that they have attempted to limit and and avoid civilian casualties. And you know, the US has even US nameless US officials have even expressed their 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 avowed bafflement uh, uh, how <laughs> restrained Russia has been. The gloves may be off now. Um, but i do think that one way or another this could be this could mark the end of uh of um, uh, zelensky uh, of zelensky um because he, he was of course um serendipitously out of ukraine when this happened and has i think he was in finland and he's he's uh extended his his stay uh and and visited a, a bunch of other um capitals um since then um i think that you know when he gets back to ukraine he will have to probably spend um his entire day uh, in a bunker um <laughs> but, well i mean yeah. is he gonna go back that's the
0: question is it finally time to uh cash it cash out and take that option on the uh the villa in miami perhaps.
1: Um, (laughs) Yes, she already owns.
0: Yes. Um. (laughs) Now this leads us, this talk of like the delusions of um, US puppets, shall we say, leads us rather neatly into the discussion of the uh, the piece that uh, I wanted to talk to you about today, which is your uh, reporting in Mint Press regarding the uh, total implosion of the Afghan security forces and a very expensive implosion at that. And the interesting part about this, or one of the most interesting parts about it, is, of course, the level of delusion from um the previous Zelensky, uh, a certain Mr. Ashraf Ghani, now very much forgotten and in obscurity. But let's start at the beginning. you You report on this um the Special Inspector General for Afghanistan uh, reconstruction, who has uh, put out this investigation into the collapse of the afghan force armed forces. And the process by which this happened. Now, the extraordinary thing that I found about the what well, one of the extraordinary things in this reporting of yours is the the way in which you say the the Pentagon and the State Department basically refused to cooperate with this investigation at all, um, or were or put a load of barriers in the way of it. So it seems that um, the there is a Pandora's box um, within Afghanistan that the key parts of the U.S. government do do not want to see opened
1: yeah and, and i think that i mean these um these reports have generated virtually zero um you know mainstream media coverage because of course it's about afghanistan and you know nobody cares about afghanistan anymore um you know but by design but like I mean, I would urge your listeners to actually you read. There's a there's a series of them that would cover, you know, massive you know aid aid embezzlement, you know, the collapse of the government, the collapse of the the Afghan security forces, and they are you know very you very easy to digest, very entertaining, um also you know really quite shocking, and you know almost every page you you find some some new you bombshell disclosure which was you know completely unknown about at the time or was you know deliberately um hushed up uh, I mean so to take just just one example um in the in, in the report on on the embezzlement of Aid it doc- there is it documents how there was so much money on unaccount- unaccountably flowing into Afghanistan like you know just plain loads of, of dollars were were landing with you know zero paper trail or oversight um, there was a, a a a business was started in Kabul that was exp- 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 its explicit purpose was to help contractors defraud US aid and so i I kid you not so what what this this company would do would say if a contractor said well i'm going to build a school in this rural community the company would for a small fee mock up photos in photoshop of this project that didn't exist along with its you know coordinates etc and then this would be fed back to to um you know the, the USAID, who in turn would share this grand success with the Pentagon and you know, US officials, and then this would be cheered at cheered about in public. And this carried on, it was well known about, like, you know, um, that this was happening. But because everyone was incentivized to lie and to um you know to, to to create all of these mythical successes which could be you know um marketed at home in order to justify the kind of the vast expense and you know, kind of on, ongoing um occupation. Um, you know, that's just that's just one example. Um, the, the, the report I focused on from Min Press, uh you know, that this relates to the uh, the the collapse of the Afghan security forces, and and it is a highly detailed timeline of how that happened and why. Um, and yes, they were uh, the 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 inspector general was at every turn stonewalled and undermined by uh, the the very um, organisations it, it is officially tasked with investigating. The Pentagon just outright um, denied that Sigar had any jurisdiction over them when you know they very clearly do. Um, and you know, it, so yeah, I mean that they were able to piece this together is quite remarkable. I would suggest that's because an enormous number of people have an enormous number of things to hide and yes it does have direct relevance to the war in Ukraine. Now I made the point you know that we are after due due to you know, just a mild, mild um, uh, controversy at, at, at times over how much weaponry is flowing into Ukraine. You know, US officials have have uh, you know, claimed that actually, yes, no, it, it's thoroughly accounted for. We're keeping a very close eye on it. But the, these are the often in in many cases the, the very same people who said the same about Afghanistan when they didn't even know what was what was and wasn't flowing in um so i mean yeah, yeah I mean, quite quite clearly we 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 cannot take seriously um any suggestion that um that ukraine is by contrast um heavily monitored uh you know there's a direct through line here as well in the um you know wh- whatever weaponry and particularly um uh, uh fighter jets uh, could weren't stolen by the taliban during their kind of inexorable um Uh, march uh, through the country was passed straight to Ukraine. And again, it seems that there was a, you know, a a, a lack of control over whether the Ukrainians would actually be able to use any of this, um, you know, whether it might fall into the wrong hands. I mean, in Afghanistan... Uh, as late as I think it was 2010, the, the, the Western media was openly talking about how uh, blowpipe missiles used by the Taliban were extremely dangerous and were shooting down, you know, British and American helicopters, and, and they were the kind of the, uh, they posed the biggest hazard to um, the the lives of um, of Western troops in the country. These were, of course, provided in. Bulk to the Mujahideen in the 1980s, and you know we would, the, the US was cheering when it was used to to, to shoot down Red Army helicopters, um, and so you know um, the, uh, blow blowback and then some. Well,
0: yes, and the the other thing that's, um, that sort of hit me with, with in something you've just said actually was the when you mentioned that there was a whole contractual contractor operation to, that was designed to facilitate fraud of aid money. I mean that is basically confirmation of everything that all the uh, many critical reporting uh, pieces said across the 20-year-long occupation, but was always, of course, furiously denied. And, of course, all the so-called achievements of the occupation, many of which vanished overnight, and not just because they were shut down by the Taliban, but because they actually never existed. So this seems to have been like the whole occupation and sort of puppet government that was run by the U.S. in Afghanistan— just seems to have been literally like... Made a cardboard. There was there was nothing behind it whatsoever. Would you say that that's that's an accurate way of seeing it? Uh,
1: absolutely. And I think <clears throat> and I, I, I um I I haven't reported on them yet, but I I have some foreign office documents related to a a a, a quote unquote strategic communication, i.e. information warfare operation that was that was run um, to discredit the Taliban at a time when the Taliban was uh, fighting ISIS KP, KP and its credibility as a kind of a security provider and governance actor was you mm-hmm. know was Rising daily amongst average Afghans, and this is from you know 2017, and you know the the it, it, it is very clear, um, very clearly stated over and again that well you know the the problem here and the reason that we need to step in uh, behind the scenes in total secret of course is that the Afghan government outside of Kabul has absolutely no, no legitimacy or power. You yeah. know, and it's this is this it, this was well understood. Uh, by yes by the british and and or at least elements of the british and american um, uh, governments and foreign policy establishments um the and you know this uh, this this shines through in the the seagull report i mean i uh it's just quite it, there's a it's quite remarkable the you know how how quickly everything everything fell apart i mean there is an anecdote that i cite which i just i, I still can't quite believe, um even though it's totally believable, is that you know, on the morning of August 15th, 2021, which is you know the, the day that the Kabul fell, um, and this is, you know, there was a kind of uh, last chopper out of Sa- Saigon style um rush from the airport, which was you know total chaos, um, it, it, it's recorded how a um the, the head of the presidential protection uh, service uh, visited, went to visit um, President Ghani in you know, in the president in the lavish presidential palace, uh, and, and he was en route informed that the Taliban had you know had arrived. Of course, there was footage on the day of BBC journalists giving two camera reports about how the Taliban weren't there with Taliban fighters, just kind of walking in the background, looking rather confused. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they they themselves were shocked at the the, the, the pace and the uh, the the scale of, of of the collapse. But anyway. In the president's office, um, they were kind of scrambling to draft draft a statement that they could that they could put out that yes, you know, we're still in control and blah blah. And they 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 asked for some tea to be delivered from catering, and um, the the, uh, the secretary um, took their order and then left, and then came back in a few minutes later with with a tray himself, uh, which was you know not customary. And so the the, the presidential uh, protective service chief asked, um, well, you know, why why isn't uh, a waiter um bringing this and and the 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 secretary responded well there's no one here there's (laughs) literally no one here. staff have gone (laughs) yeah yeah everyone's everyone's gone and there's yes there seems to have been this kind of quite literal bonfire like you know those few staff who did turn up that 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 they were wearing civilian clothes under their uniforms and then you know come come you know about 11 a.m uh they just d- d- did them and and, and and walked out and this seems to have been the case everywhere there was a, you know, a large security force that was detailed to the airport they just you know upped and left yeah it was it was a total um <laughs> emperor's, new, emperor's new clothes might be the might be the term but yeah the the the, the, the entire um <clears throat> afghan security and government governance structure uh was not only wholly dependent on um the the, the the US to exist it didn't even exist in the first place like you know it was just it was just claim that that the um all you know all, all all of these structures and institutions you know had had been built um the extent to which the biden white house was was aware of this um uh isn't actually wholly clear like as i say that you know every um <clears throat> every link in the chain from the afghan government itself to the security forces to the you know con- contractors allegedly training uh, training them and building them up to the you know the pentagon and the cia And then, yes, like U.S. officials in Washington had an incentive to uh, lie to each other and indeed themselves about the um, 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 about success. Uh, it does seem that the Biden administration was legitimately and sincerely um, rather taken aback by by the scale of it, but it it, it may be a, a a case of you know not being able to see the wood for the trees in terms of all of these facts indicating that that this this uh, paper tiger is going to you know just disintegrate the second that the second that you leave. Um, it, you know that 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 should have been clear to them, but you know maybe they were so such as their imperial hubris and 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 kind of sense of uh, entitlement. They thought that you know well of course well we've built this so you know it, of, of course it'll endure. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, but <clears throat> I mean in in terms of a, a comparison with with Ukraine, um, I think yeah that the, you know of course the Ukrainian government is wholly dependent on. US support to um endure uh, in, in every way you know it's, it's, its salaries are dependent on US on on US financial support its military would not exist were it not for um uh you, um uh, U.S. backing and 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 training and, and and equipment. So I mean I I I do think that that the mere the mere fact that yes it, that it would be almost an Afghan Afghan style situation if if and when the U.S. pulls out is something they will absolutely use as leverage um, over you know over Zelensky and I I in in January Rand published a uh, a report called Avoiding a Long War, which is, uh, you know, Rand is a highly influential Pentagon think tank. Its reports usually reflect mainstream uh uh thinking and objectives frequently their the, you know their publications seem to have you know rather eerily and and uh uh you know coincidentally um foreshadowed uh U.S government action there was a report there was a uh, a report a few years ago um, I think it was late 2016 um uh, that was uh that was uh, uh it, 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 it kind of mapped out scenarios for war with China and it stated that well um if that was to come to pass we would need to have troops in position to to neutralize or at least bog down russia because yeah. obviously russia would quite naturally ally with china in such a scenario and then a few months later um large amounts of nato troops uh, arrived in eastern europe and started occupying all the countries on russia's borders you know i mean this is uh you know this is not this is not a coincidence but the mm but yeah so the, 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 this january report effect it, it very clearly stated that well look that the, the, the there are obvious benefits to keeping this grinding on as long as possible but actually the uh, the costs both for the us and its and its uh, you know international vassals are actually far too high and this is creating all sorts of um uncertainty and volatility like in you know in in the world and uh, yes it runs the risk of you know out you know all-out war between the U.S. and Russia, or NATO and Russia. So it's it's it, it is imperative that the U.S. extricate itself from this quagmire that it that it's created in Ukraine, but do so in a kind of um, measured, structured, uh, slow burn way. Like it could it, it would be unsellable to simply just throw Ukraine on, under the bus and and it completely um, you know just just what you know it, 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 one day it, this needs to be done over you know a period of months now. Ever since, you know, in the wake of this report's publication, the, the media tone on, on on Ukraine has gone from, you know, highlighting yes, uh, Kiev's you know, magical. Um, powers and uh and 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 talking up the the likelihood if not certainty of a plucky underdog uh victory to um you know reflecting a deeply bleak situation on the ground um uh and you know i mean the, you know, only the other the, only the other day a, a us general admitted that you the the russian military is effectively untouched by this um you know they've they're they're they've lost some troops uh, but you know in in terms of their uh, major you know, military infrastructure like their Air Force it's you know unscathed um, but anyway it, I, I so I think that we have been seeing the Iran's proposals um p- like play out now it, there was a there was a, an, an excerpt of this that uh, of, of this publication that really jumped out to me where well, they said it was stated that well the value of Ukrainian territorial integrity is debatable quote unquote. Yeah. Now I strongly suspect that in um if if we are going the route of there being a uh, and this was openly um uh this was openly stated in politico the other day that like when the Ukrainian counterattack uh also if the Ukrainian counterattack fails which i mean we can get into the reasons why that's likely to happen and why that could just that could be a setup to achieve a particular result um that yes a a a, um, a surrender would be sold to the Ukrainians as a ceasefire along with some dangled inducements like um you know nato membership or security guarantees or or you know off or EU membership, aid. maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, and and yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, all all, yeah, all of these, all of these dangles. Now, it, it, I uh, I strong I strongly suspect that if that was to come to pass, the Americans could well pressure Zelensky to give up even more land, and this would be maybe a kind of demilitarized zone in the, in the, in, the, in the vein of you know South and North Korea or the 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 strange. Um, uh, strip of land that separates North and South Cyprus uh, the, the yeah the, uh, I I strongly suspect that, that the, the, the that, that, that that is a um, um you know a a, a a likely outcome Now there's a historical precedent for this in in the uh, the Bosnian War in the 90s which the the U.S encouraged and did everything in its power to uh, keep grinding on. Um, you know, the, the, by you know endless among other things endless weapon shipments in breach of the un convention and the you know the the ec, the export of you know, mujahideen, mujahideen fighters from you know all over the world um the the uh, and also the encouragement of the the uh, the the bosnian muslim uh, uh side uh, to uh, be completely unyielding in uh, negotiations so um, um, whenever there were pe- whenever there were peace talks, the uh, you know Izbegovic, the Bosnian Muslim leader, would would say, right, well, you know, our, our, we want everything that we want, and we don't want you to have anything that you want, and we're not budging. So mm-hmm. that's obviously a kind of non-negotiable position now, and this was, of course, predicated on this notion that the U- the U.S. support would be completely unconditional and would be uh, uh never-ending. Now, when it came t- when the U.S. got bored of the of, of of keeping this going and decided it was time to to end end the proxy war, they mapped out um what you know, what was known as the Dayton Peace Accords, uh, uh which it, it it had a very specific um. Uh, model of how Bosnia would, would, would operate moving forward, which has resulted in, you know, an, an, a completely terrible and, and unworkable political system that blights the country to this day. But anyway, the uh, the US at this point turned on Izbekovic and uh, ended up giving the Serbs more land than, than Milosevic wanted. Yeah. Um, he thought it was both uh, unfair and inhumane that they were given so much territory, and I mean the terms of it were so was was so iniquitous from the from the Bosnian Muslim perspective that Izbegovic said, "Well, you know, there's no way I'm signing this." And the US said, "Well, we'll just cut off all your aid then, and then you're completely screwed." So, like, you know, the 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 precedent is quite clearly there. Um, mm. You know, I mean. The, the 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 Ukrainians are well aware that they are you know wholly wholly dependent on the US, but then I mean equally I do I I touched on this in in uh, in in my investigation uh, that I, I I do think that there is an element of. Um, Sincere delusion in terms of um Zelensky's public public pronouncements and any of those of other um you know, Ukrainian government officials. I think they, they 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 much like the Afghan government, are probably on some level convinced that yes, that the US is never going to step back. And I mean, I mean, how could they? Uh, you know, I I Zelensky's been flown to DC, he's gotten fawning um uh, profiles in 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 major um, you know Western mag- magazines and newspapers. Uh, every you know the, the the number of idiots on Twitter who have Ukrainian flags in their display <laughs> names oh, yeah. is probably incal- incalculable. So it, I mean, but this is exactly the attitude that led uh, Ghani and, yes, the the rest of the Afghan public government to legitimately believe, despite the fact that they were being told very clearly by the Americans that we are leaving and we're never coming back and we're just, you know, we're completely throwing you under the bus, they thought that this was just... uh, you know, they, they thought this was a game. They thought this was, you know, kind of um, uh, you know, diplomatic horse trading in order to, uh, you know, twist their arms on on um, on, on issues. Uh, and so, yes, the the Afghan government made absolutely no preparations for the Americans leaving because they thought they couldn't and wouldn't leave. And there is a remarkable anecdote um, provided by a, a nameless State Department official in the SIGA report where he says he says that he repeatedly told Ghani that. Um, well you know we, it, it, we we are leaving and you need to you need to prepare so as to not miscalculate and Ghani rather you know dismissively said well you know, we are the most important uh, geopolitical uh, scrap of real estate in the world. Like, you know, how can you leave Afghanistan? And you know, it was it was felt that well, they, they've in, in, invested so much blood and treasure in uh, in constructing all this that they, they they're not going to you know abandon their investment. And yeah, I would suspect that that is that a similar attitude is evident in Kiev to the extent that Zelensky is almost undoubtedly being warned. by the Americans that, well, you know, we're kind of, we're steadily constructing our off-ramp and then that's it. Um, You know, I think this last, yeah, as I say, this this last counter-offensive is... You know that's probably that's that's probably the the last hurrah um and it might not be much of a hurrah uh and then yes the the Americans will extricate themselves you know there's a there is an election coming up as you know uh, and yes it has been high extreme extremely costly and in in ways that were which ways that they didn't expect and didn't plan for I mean you know the rand report states that well one of the dangers of keeping this going is that it pushes China and Russia closer together and we don't want that it's like well I mean you know talk about cl- closing the Stable door after the horse is bolted. Well done, yeah, 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 yeah. You know the the sanctions. You know that that was you know effectively ringing the bells at the at Russia and China's wedding. You know, I mean, you're so far like from you know from you know any point that the the you know the Russian Chinese relationship you won't intensify further, or that it can be you know that that can be prevented. I mean, you know, China recently by has you know um passed the law where, whereby Russian will be taught a standard in in schools across China now you know the the, the the Chinese have a you know very um you know long Horizon in their policy planning which is you know completely alien in the Western world they're 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 looking in everything they do they're looking you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years, if not longer into the future. And you know, that uh you know, a measure like that is a clear indication that, that Beijing expects uh Russia and China, uh, sorry, uh, Russia to be an extremely close ally and you know, protector and friend for the foreseeable future. And it's important that its population can um communicate effectively with Russia's own. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, well.
0: I wanted to go back to the uh, the comments you were making and the the bit in your reporting about the the delusions of Ghani and how that links to mm. the delusions of Zelensky. Because um you mentioned here that Ghani was always citing how connected he was to various senators, to various people inside the US state machine. And Looking back at the withdrawal from Afghanistan, certainly both under Trump and then under Biden, it seemed that there were significant parts of the U.S. state machine that were almost in open revolt against the idea of leaving uh, until eventually, finally, uh, Biden or somebody uh, put his foot down and said, no, we're doing it, we're going, you've got to fall in line now. But until the last minute, it seemed that many military and State Department officials were set basically saying behind behind the scenes to Ghani and others, no, don't worry about it. We're sabotaging Trump's attempt to withdraw. It's not going to happen. Or Biden won't go through with it. And I wonder if the same thing is being said to Zelensky behind the scenes and others like Kirill Budanov and other key people in the Ukrainian government. They're being told by various um, sort of um, ultras in Washington, no, don't worry about it. Whatever is said by Blinken or uh, Biden or whoever inside the uh, the pe- inside the hierarchy of the White House and the Pentagon doesn't matter. We're we're with you for the long haul, um, uh, Vladimir. Don't worry about any talk of uh the, the contrary. So I wonder if the same thing is going on, and it will end up with roughly the same results.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I think that <clears throat> Ukraine is quite interesting from the perspective of um, the U.S. foreign policy establishment because you've got to remember that Maidan. Occurred um, at a time when the Obama administration was doing its utmost to uh, in, in to try and, if not repair relations with Russia, then at least um, you know like kind of uh, leave leave them relatively cool. And you know was pivoting towards there was the much vaunted Asia pivot which seems to achieve achieve very little, you know at that time and you know Obama even you know outright said you know Ukraine is not a core US interest and then you know that there was a a very strong you know pro Ukrainian component you know that was bipartisan you know John McCain and you know and Biden were you know huge advocates for well i mean i i would say probably starting an outright conflict with russia you know there are certain videos from you know from 2017 with various us officials meeting with ukrainian military chiefs saying you know your fight is our fight i mean you know what 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 what, you know, what, what could be more suspicious than that in terms of their you know long term objectives in respect to moscow but yeah i think that that, that that there is a there is a very 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 strong ukrainian lobby in 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 washington um, and no doubt they are, uh, you know, assuring Zelensky, yeah, we're not going anywhere. Um, and it, 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 but you know, I I just think that the 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 pace with which um uh the, <coughs> sorry the 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 sheer the sheer scale of of the well betrayal you know of 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 the of the Ghani government is. It it, it, it it it's it's not it's it's not it's not really comprehended, and it's like well, you know, in in uh, in June 2021, Ghani flew to Washington for his very first in-person meeting with Biden, and the media was full of you know, statements that this was you know, was a very 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 strong um, uh, signal from the White House that they weren't giving up in Afghanistan, and irrespective of the the troop drawdown, which was the kind of you know Orwellian. Um, uh, language you you use to mask, you know, like to- total, you know, su- surrender and retreat. Um, the the uh, yeah, the, the, I mean, based on you know, based on that visit alone, um, and no doubt, Ghani met with some of the the lobbyists and, uh, and and senators he was, you know, effectively had on payroll from all of the money that was flowing into Afghanistan. Um, you know, uh, it, 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 uh, no 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 doubt he would have left that meeting thinking, well, the US still have our back. Um, and you know that yes, the, no, no doubt the his his backers were sin- sincere that they you know that they weren't going to personally give up on him. The you know the when you know the the, uh, the kind of American you know military and, and intelligence machine moves on, um, it's quite remarkable how. Um, how you know how rapidly these people cease to exist? I mean, you know, Gani. You know, three months later, Ghani was on a was on a plane to UAE. He's not been you know heard of or spoken about since. You know, Afghanistan has completely vanished, like from from headlines. I mean, you know, I know several several people, including yourself, I think, have expressed kind of disbelief at the idea that um that Zelensky would would get thrown under under a bus like that. You know, quite so comprehensively. But like, I mean, I actually think that you know, potentially potentially even in, in 6 months time um ukraine could have completely vanished from mm. any consideration i mean again you know the 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 the, the um the, this the, the, a testament to this is is the, the fact that these um these cigar reports have just been completely ignored and buried even by you know independent independent media and you know anti war journalists mm. it's it, you know this is like <laughs> Quite remarkable, you know, by um, you know primary prime source history of you know a major you what know, of you know a major event in um, uh, in uh, in you know the first few decades of the twentieth century, and it may as well not have happened, you know, yeah. I and mean, it just it's just completely completely vanished from all consideration. And yeah, I mean, you know, within within six months, uh, or you know, potentially even sooner, um, the the the. the Total lack of reference to Ukraine in the media, and potentially, you know, I mean, you know, Zelensky could well, one way or another know you know be ousted whether that's in a you know a palace coup um and then all of these i mean you know look at the look at the the western media coverage of saddam hussein versus um you know how he was uh you know you know the pilloried and demonized you know you know at the end uh versus when he first came to power you know even people like like you know peter hitchens were sorry christopher hitchens were praising him as this uh you know you know radical reformist and and and, and you know he he was visiting the us and was 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 being you know cheered um as a as a um a dependable us ally and leader Ball of work a stable, against communism yeah 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 a, a leader of a stable prosperous iraq, um you know iraq and yes a, also a bulwark against iraq, uh, the islamic republic uh you know it, it, zelensky could well just completely vanish from, from 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 public consciousness you know i i mean the the the, the us is is very 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 rapidly heading towards um war with china over taiwan i think that the 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 uh the level of media coverage of, of of taiwan is still relatively low but i mean almost like a shoal of fish changing direction um at once i mean i think you would see a kind of almost simultaneous jettisoning of all of those um ukrainian flags from twitter usernames and this would happen very very quickly and then it will be as if nothing happened at all i mean you know there are, i i uh, several, several people likewise um uh oh you know on the, on, on the anti war left when when the US was preparing to leave Afghanistan were convinced that they would never leave and you know the same arguments were made like well, you know so much money has been invested Afghanistan is so important geopolitically um and I mean and also of course the, you know the the the, the, the it, it's a key source of of you know, the the international drugs and arms black market which i mean the CIA, the CIA has to finance itself somehow right yeah. like, so you know it it, it was in see, I thought it was, you know, I mean, I, I remember watching the the the, uh, the 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 coverage of uh, the fall fall of Kabul in real time on the day, and you know, I, I I thought that there would at least be, you know, kind of what, yeah, like one last hurrah for the, the Afghan security forces. Nothing, mm. like absolutely nothing, um, and yeah, the, they they just breezed through, and then it the the af the, the, the Afghan government ceased to exist um, in the in the blink of an eye. I mean maybe because it's not a strictly western created um you know institution the 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 ukrainian government wouldn't wouldn't collapse quite so quickly um and and yes i mean the fact that the, the population no doubt is it, it it seems for to a large extent thinks that they are winning and that they are you know slaughtering thousands of of uh orcish invaders every single day and uh <laughs> the, the russian economy has been destroyed by the, the, the sanctions and and uh ukraine's america American friends aren't going anywhere, but you know, it, it, it yeah, I, 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 I think th- I think it, it, it will it will surprise a lot of people, you know, how rapidly, um, you know, this is just off the agenda.
0: Yeah, I mean, the um, the what you say there about the media changing direction like a shoal of fish, I think that's a very powerful thing, especially inside the United States itself, which is where most American politicians' concerns ultimately lie. Um, yes. Even though they're, of course, enthusiastic imperialists, ultimately they want to get reelected. They want their careers to continue. And if there is a sudden change in direction, and then Zelensky and the Kiev regime are dropped like a hot potato. Ninety percent of the U.S. electorate or at least 90 percent of regular voters aren't going to notice or aren't going to care. So that might be a motivating factor for um, certain U.S. politicians. And also, um, you mentioned back um, just a moment ago the the failed pivot to Asia, because they've been trying to pivot to Asia for over a decade now, probably since at least, at least the late 2000s. And ironically enough, Trump was part of what bulldozed that when he demolished the Trans-Pacific Partnership. But Obama was trying to reorientate um, the US's strategy towards draining capital away from China and into um, U.S. allied states, or those that he perceived as U.S. allied states. But it seems that, as you were saying, a faction within the State Department and Pentagon perhaps had other ideas and went all in on this um, Maidan coup uh, with everything that followed from that. So the, the imperial state machine in the U.S. is much more unstable than it appears and also erratic these days in that These these factions are fighting it out almost out in the open. So ultimately, though, if Zelensky gets dropped, I mean, just to look at conclusions here and draw the comparison with Afghanistan. um, Will it be the case, in your opinion, that um, they wait a couple of months, have a failed offensive, then draw up some kind of like shonky compromise um, or attempt to? Uh, that allows them to exit and save face and say that Ukraine is still there? Or is it the fact that the, the Russians are now not really in the mood to give them a face-saving exit? And I'm just going to continue grinding through the Ukrainian army until the Ukrainian state completely collapses out in the open. So if you had to, based on your experience with reporting on the Afghanistan question, what would be your... Conclusion with regard to the exit of the US from Ukraine and the potentials there?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, (laughs) absolutely. I think that. It, 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 I mean, <clears throat> sorry. We'll try that again. Yeah, I mean, I, I I noted this in Twitter the other day, but the the the, that, uh, the Times article I mentioned. It, it, I mean, its its title in itself is I mean, just quite disturbing. It said, you know, Ukraine isn't ready for its counteroffensive, but it has no choice, which is effectively saying, well, all of these people uh, are being sent to their deaths, you know, on a you know, a, 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 on a, you know, on a total suicide mission, which which cannot and won't succeed, and um, and that I, I I think that yeah. That this it could well be a setup this could be a trap for Ukraine to fall into so they are being told well you know, you know no doubt and I mean this is the you know, what, what's being reflected by US officials they're, they're being told well you know you, 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 you we've got to keep we've got to justify this this, this investment so you know you've got, to, you've got to show us some results and they are being effectively their um, counteroffensive strategy is being drawn up by the Americans were um, based on um, U.S. intelligence and you know, kind of Pentagon officials directly coordinating with Ukrainian military, military chiefs. I mean, it, it must it must be stated that Ukrainian the Ukrainian army is overwhelmingly untrained, um, unexperienced, inexperienced conscripts. Now, like Russia, Russia has destroyed the entire Ukrainian army. In fact, there's an argument to be made that it's gone through about three or four different <laughs> incarnations of the Ukrainian army in terms of having comprehensively destroyed all of its equipment over and over again and you know <laughs> and yes um uh, li- liquidated um <laughs> it, it uh, the most experienced um and uh, the, the, the most well, well trained um uh, fighters in the country now uh, if the, yeah if you are biden or the biden administration and you understand that well going it this is going potentially going to be a major um wedge issue going into the next election i mean i think it's quite remarkable that the cost of the ukrainian um uh conflict is a bipartisan issue i mean it's united it's united um uh you know even t- uh t- t- typically tub thumping you know kind of pro empire pro um uh pro intervention uh, voices in the u.s along with um you know kind of Traditional left anti-war, you know, anti-war um, voices. That yeah, that, that so they have every interest in um, uh, you know just en- ending this um, as 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 quickly and cleanly as possible. Now, if you are in charge of a um, structuring or mapping out this this counteroffensive, and B you are uh, also encouraging the Ukrainians to do it, that gives you an enormous amount of power to. Uh, yeah, like you know, um, uh, set something up to fail, and yeah. you know when when <laughs> it, it, again the RAND report in January stated that the Ukra- the Russians are so dug in now, and they've created this extensive network of fortifications along the entire contact line. It, it, it is highly unlikely that Ukraine would you know it would take years of <laughs> uh, of um, dead you know, uh, debt uh, <clears throat> tar- you know, tar- targeted battles um and yes you know, all, all of the uh concomitant um, um weapon shipments that would necessitate for Ukraine to you know regain these territories now so if the and uh, you know when the counteroffensive fails and I su- strongly suspect that yes that the U.S knows that that, that that it will fail wants it to fail then um, that this can be sold that, that the 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 U, the US at least for a domestic audience, can sell itself as peacemaker and of course you know, in the context of china having um you know brokered um, a accord between iran and saudi arabia which is just completely insane um you know there were several several friends of mine in um, uh, fr- from west asia um who were completely convinced that this was just that this was just a lie like they did, they didn't believe that the um, that they would uh uh, that, that, that 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 they would kind of lay down their arms, as it were, um, and have been kind of you know dazzled and gobsmacked by you know the high level visits to and from um, you know Tehran and Riyadh and the, the you know and, and um, you know the visits to uh, to Syria. Like I mean, they're just, it's just completely inconceivable to them. Just so to interject
0: it, it, for a moment there, Kit, could it be um, that? Uh, Mohammed bin Salman, for all that he's a brutal bastard, is a little bit smarter than the likes of Ashraf Ghani and Zelensky in that he realizes that if it was a shooting war with Iran, um, he would be likely to be incinerated by the Iranian response or that most of his country's economy would be. And therefore, it's in his and his castes, ruling castes' longer-term interests to strike a bargain locally to stabilize things rather than be used as essentially a battering ram by a us empire which is going to well basically leave you pissing in the wind when the crunch comes
1: yeah and i do i do wonder whether 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 zelensky is at least hedging his bets or um, you know based on much the same calculation because i mean <clears throat> Obviously, you know, Beijing put forward a peace proposal at the start of this year, which was re- which was rejected, and the US said, you know, the, you know, Beijing shall play no part in this. But then, you know, fast forward to, um, you know, I think it was uh, a week or a week or two, uh, or well, two weeks ago, um, Zelensky had a um, uh, a a personal chat with Xi, um, and. Uh, was apparently amenable to his uh, his overtures to strike peace now could that be that zelensky s- strongly suspects that actually a china brokered peace would b- b- be um uh on on better terms than a us brokered one um you know i i i i do i do wonder and yeah that i think that in that context, where the, the US has to at least, you know, for its own, um, uh, you know, narcissistic purposes, um, you know, act like it's still um, the, you know, the world leader and you know the, the world's policeman, um, they would have a massive vested interest in brokering a, a, yeah, in, in brokering something that could be sold to a domestic audience as a major, you know, diplomatic or you know, geopolitical success. Um, and then the, Ukraine can be forgotten about and moved on. I mean, I, I, yeah. In, in that context, you can foresee a, you know, a ceasefire as has been mooted, which is solved as, um, <clears throat> which is not as a kind of permanent end, but just a, 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 a break for, um, you know, j- j- uh, just for appearances, and then we'll, you know, we'll, we'll be back in a few months' time or, or, or whatnot. And then in that, I, I would strongly suspect that you know Russia just wouldn't um, adhere to it at all. And then would just keep pushing forward, um, and yeah, uh, the, 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 that 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 show of fish movement would ensure that none of this was, um, you know, acknowledged um, in, in the media. I mean, you know, bear in mind that, like, you know, even um, kind of people in anti-imperialist circles do not know the full extent of the U.S.'s ongoing occupation of Syria, yeah. which is like you know a, a, a larger purport, chunk of, of of Syrian territory than Russia currently occupies in in Ukraine. Um, you know I mean that I mean that's just a completely a completely shocking fact that it's just you know an ongoing reality that's just you know, like f- forgotten about even by the most critical vo- voices or even not known no known of in the first place you know this the, 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 uh, something similar could play out in um, um in Eastern Ukraine you can imagine in perhaps in the manner of um, of the breakaway regions of, of of Georgia uh you know a kind of a peacekeeper um <coughs> you know a, a, a agreement which is you know just not adhered to or you know in like armenia and azerbaijan where uh, azerbaijan has been slowly but surely encroaching on, on armenian territory and has um, been uh, you know subjecting um, over 100,000 people to an absolutely brutal blockade there's been yeah. you know virtually no acknowledgement of this and the uh, the the armenian government is effectively capitulating Um, in the the face of this in order to in order to avoid conflict now um yeah as i say the ukrainian military effectively wouldn't exist and i also i I, you know the the, particularly the the, fascist elements um within the military which is you know a significant proportion of them um you know uh call sign adolf uh they (laughs) they they would have a vested interest in just in just fleeing, um, yeah. you know, r- Russia might encounter a kind of low-level insurgency, but really, you know, I mean, I think particularly, you know, the Georgian le- the Georgian Legion, um, which is this you know spectacularly brutal par- paramilitary force, which is you know th- th- brutally murdered um, Russian prisoners of war on, on film and uh, has you know uh, openly talks about the fact that they don't take they don't take prisoners. Um, it, you know, th- they that th- their leader was recently talking about how well, you know, if the if the Americans do leave, we're just going of you know fight a, a counter uh, you know, an insurgency campaign anyway. Um I think that you know without the US mi- and uh, military and intelligence apparatus behind you um that becomes a much less appealing prospect. Um and you know yeah. if, if you're going to be hunted down um you know in the manner of you know the 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 the, uh, the Azov battalion, like yeah of course you 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 would run away. Like very you know, very 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 quickly, um, you know, from from the looks of things, you know, there are numerous formerly Russian-occupied regions where the locals have, have even the mainstream media has admitted, yeah, uh, you know, they missed the Russians. Um, you know, there are there's a significant um, number of people in back, back months while it was being, you know, kind of leveled leveled to the ground, who refused to leave because they were waiting for the Russians. Um, you know, I mean, that in itself, you know, the, the I think CNN CNN has even run a run a few reports. Recently, which show um, you know, the the, the, the uh, lives of Ukrainian refugees in Russia, and you know they live very well and are very happy there. And uh, and, and there was that also that uh, that that report from Crimea where they went around talking to people on the street, all of whom said that they were part of Russia, or no, none of whom said they had any interest whatsoever in returning to um, uh, Ukrainian rule. Um, you know that it, 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 that that's even more incentive for the media to not cover this. Because yeah. you know, I mean, in, in the event that say, like, yeah, that Russia breezes through through all this territory and is, is greeted, or at least you know, there's not you know all of this you know mass hostility to them. Well, I mean, the entire um uh prop kind of propaganda matrix that like, oh well, you know, the, the plucky the, the plucky independent Ukrainians you know want, want 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 to be part of the Western world and they want to you know turn their back back forever on Russia. Um, you know, it's just it, amply demonstrated to not be true. You know, even you know, Ale- um, um, Zelensky's former you know, top advisor and a uh, a bit of a psychopath, um, but uh, <laughs> an endless um, an endless source of entertainment, has been openly talking about you know, the, the, uh, acknowledging that the Zelensky uh, Zelensky uh, government's approach to Ukraine's Russian population is absolutely shocking and is <laughs> you know, blah 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 blah, like increasingly that. That that narrative, which is, I mean, it was what underpinned reporting on Maidan, that this was yeah. overwhelmingly popular and you kind of represented the entirety of Ukrainian society when in reality the the protesters never had majority public support and actually a significant proportion of the population um you know loathed them because of yeah. the profusion of national nationalist <laughs> symbols amongst uh you know, like uh, Maidan leaders. It, you know that 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 um the, the, it, 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 yeah the, the, the that that narrative would be extremely difficult if not impossible to to maintain so all the more reason to for the us to t- turn its back fully on 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 kiev and yeah like and uh just th- throw them to the walls and see what happens
0: yeah um final thing i wanted to get your opinion on Kit, was just the question, um, slightly related to this, of Western Ukraine and Poland uh, in the event of this eventual implosion, which we, is probably going to come now, of the Ukrainian mm-hmm. state. It, I mean, the way I've been reading and reading about this, and like the, only, the one of the conclusions that I've been um, looking at recently is that, are the Russians getting ready to plant basically a bomb under the EU and NATO by having <laughs> the Poles swallow old Galicia and then the entirety of like Aust- of uh, like um, the post-World War II border settlement between Germany and Poland goes up in flames. I mean, because if you wanted to destabilize the EU and NATO, actually letting the madmen in Warsaw have a chunk of like what is now Western Ukraine, because Putin openly said, quoting some old czarist official, well, Ukraine without Western Ukraine is more easy to manage, something along those lines. So if they take like all the conceivable Russian bits, including Kiev and Odessa, and leave the, po- the greedy men in Warsaw a bit of Galicia to absorb... Well, that very effectively creates an enormous problem inside NATO and inside the EU, doesn't it? I wanted—I just wanted to see if you had any thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, thank you for jogging my memory because this was an. This is another thing I was—I was—I was, I was originally intending to, to mention, um, um, in respect of what, the last quite the last question, but yeah, I think that this is that this—it's not acknowledged, and indeed, it's—it's—it's. It's, it's, um, typically, did dismissed, um, but it is uh, in in the in the Western media. But it, it, it is a simple fact that Polish government officials and the Polish media have been openly talking, pretty much since the start of this, of. Um, you know annexation or reunification of the western parts of ukraine with poland but this is been open, openly stated i think there was an article in um foreign policy magazine that was uh, openly talking about the p- potential of a of a renewed polish ukrainian lithuanian union um uh, are my based on conversations with people that i know in in poland and also ukraine the border between ukraine and poland no longer exists in yeah. any meaningful sense um you know that you can you can travel you know by on on foot on and rail and you know or by by car uh, between the between the ostensibly separate countries without getting your id checked and all of that i mean this is this is what's happening not far from where i am in you know Kosovo and Albania are achieving effective you know the the uh the irredentist dream of the K- of the link kla of of a greater <laughs> albania by just just you, you know using each other's currencies and not and not and not having you know border checks at all um, you know, this is, this is happening that now, uh, I, I think that this was, a, this would be a way, a, an effective means of sweetening, um, a bit the, the bitter pill of surrender for Zelensky. I mean, mm. it could be framed as, well, this gives you de facto NATO membership. Because you yeah. will be a component of a NATO member, this gives you de facto EU membership. Like you know, uh, and you know, in that in, in that context as well, the, the, the population of Ukraine. I mean, it's not it's not actually clear how many people are still left there, but it is certainly the case that its population is a fraction of what it was um before fe- february um la- uh, last year uh the, the there are all so you know, all manner of, of 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 issues that people are still running away from you know the, the cost of living in ukraine which is still by western standards you know the, the, negligible uh, but um you know wages are you know are minuscule in the country like you know everything is dubbed most things most you know basic consumer goods have at least doubled if not more more in price you know and they, they don't have the the money to afford this uh you know that the, 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 people are f- fleeing that people are fleeing um uh you know the, the Zelensky government's you know ever more fascistic and authoritarian encroachments on civil society uh you know I mean th- this is a, another interesting parallel is that um Bos- um Bosnia in the in in the 90s was the the uh the government was pressured all along throughout the throughout the, the proxy war to um to Implement neoliberal reforms. So, you know, in 1994, you know, when at the, the kind of peak of fighting, uh, the government um, effectively privatized all housing um, and huh. utilities, which is you know precisely what you would think to do at the at the height of a <laughs> brutal civil war is, is to privatize everything. Now, the, the you know one of the one of the reasons the U.S. pushed for a um, a, a peace and 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 uh, when it did was it wanted to preserve its investments now similar things have been happening in ukraine where the where uh, with british and american um, encouragement uh, zelensky has used wartime powers to pass laws you know cracking down on trade unions there's another highly controversial bit of legislation which um effectively turns all ukrainian um, uh, work. Well, something like 90% of Ukrainian workers, it's a zero hour hours contractors, you know, with like zero employment rights, you know, zero, zero, you know, zero you know, pay yeah. holiday, uh, blah, blah. Um, you, you know, and so Given this huge outflux of 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 labor and yes, the kind of steady collapse of Ukrainian society, the U the US, which has been openly talking and has even held conferences on the future of Ukraine where it foresees this kind of uh you, you know, almost like you know, kind of libertarian petri dish, where this kind of feral, everything is, you know, in the hands of US. Um, U.S. capital, uh, you know everything is privatized, and you know the 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 uh, the population, the over the, you know, the overwhelming majority of the population is reduced to like you know effective slavery. Yeah. Um, you know the, the 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 only way they're going to be able to achieve anything like that is if they push for a, um, uh, a negotiated settlement now. And so, <clears throat> um, I, yeah, I mean, in, in 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 the in the in the context of of um uh, uh sorry in in, in 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 the context of um kind of polish um conquest of, of western ukraine that would in in effect yes getting ukraine in via the back door might um do something to, to actually stem um the the massive outflux of um of, of businesses and people uh you know it 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 might um uh and it would it would effectively you know peg um uh, the, the you know Kiev, you know e- even more um closely to 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 the euro which is of course you know <laughs> the you know the, the, the dollars back backup so uh, in in effect so yeah like there are there are, there are uh, all sides have an incentive to allow either whether whether it's stated or not the you know the the um the absorption of of western ukraine into um uh in, into poland whether that's you know what what form that would take yes whether it would be kind of uh, similar to the relationship between england and wales say um mm. i i don't know but like and i think that that yes it, 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 it that that suits every side and it also you know, it raises the yes the prospect that there could be a in the kind of uh the midlands as it were of ukraine there could be some you know um uh, d- you know demilitarized zone or yes yeah, a, a kind of a uh, a a, a, con- a contact li- uh, a frozen con- contact line which would i mean that would suit the kremlin as well because you know that's means that there's a a, you know, a large um uh, you know uh, scrap of wilderness between it and uh, the nearest NATO power, which is what they've wanted, you know, all along. I mean, of course, the Baltics are a different matter. But yeah, like, and so, yeah, I mean, and I, I do, I, I yeah, in, in that context, that would be, that would make, um, you know, handing over Odessa, say, to the Russians, um, you know, a much uh, easier prop- proposition from the US's perspective, um, and yeah, and then yeah, you know, Zelensky can you know mosey off into the sunset with his cocaine and his you know, suitcases of cash. Alagani, you know, <laughs> is fleeing, um, and then yes, he can be he can you know kind of uh, be forgotten about. And, and although yes, the, the consequences of this again are, are going to be with us for a very 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 long time. And I think I, I just wrote something for the gray zone, which may have been published by the time this uh the, the, by, the, by the time this goes out but um yeah that something which um it, uh is, is becoming increasingly clear but is still you know to to an extent uh denied or ignored is the fact that there is a ever-growing threat of neo-nazi terrorism um in you know the Western world particularly Europe and uh you know the the the, the end of the the conflict Um, is going to massively enhance... Um, that threat for the foreseeable future i mean it, it's not been reported on at all but the i mean in it already in italy and, and as of battalion linked and trained uh, uh neo nazi terror cell was busted they were planning you know massacres uh you know a, a, a week or so ago there were two french fascists um who were were arrested coming returning uh, to paris from ukraine and they had vast amounts of you know prohibited ammunition and weapons with them uh you know and apparently you know police grilled them saying why have you brought this to france why have you brought this to france i mean the obvious answer is that they are that they would be you know planning a um uh you know a large uh, a large scale mass casualty terror attack and now so you know in that in in the, in the context as well of, of western betrayal yeah um of ukraine you would have a large number of battle-hardened extremely violent and dangerous neo-nazis um who with a um Obvious animus towards uh, the EU and the US for for their betrayal. Um, who, due to the explosion in in the uh, availability of of US weapons on the black market because of all the shipments to Ukraine, um, could very very easily um, pull off something, you know, um, uh, deeply blood spattered. Now, you know, a, a another historical precedent. Just to cite Bosnia again. Is that the the I mentioned that yes, the US shipped in Mujahideen fighters to uh, to Bosnia uh, to as as kind of you know, shock troops on behalf of the Muslim Muslim army. Now, when Dayton was saw, the day that Dayton was signed in um, in late 1995, um, the, the, the uh, Croat and Muslim forces um, who were fighting alongside British and American mercenaries, they started taking out all of the senior Mujahideen. Leaders, you know, in order to send a very clear message that you are no longer welcome in um, Bosnia, uh, m- many of them fled to Albania um, in order to join the the KLA, uh, which is another you know Western-backed um, you know guerrilla ter- uh, uh, terror force, uh, and they took their weapons with them. And um, <clears throat> some, however, because the CIA had put a burn notice on on on, on these people, were picked up. And were deported back to their countries of origin to face, you know, uh, trial for terror offences. In Egypt, there were dozens. You know, it was the largest terror trial since the assassination of Sadat in the eighties. Um, the the uh, the, uh I, I forget the exact figure. I think it was like one hundred and seven people, of which you know there were about forty in absentia, were tried at once in Egypt for terror offences. You know that there were several death sentences passed out, you know, life imprisonment, blah blah. Um, this was specifically cited by Ayman Zawahiri, which is you know, Osama bin Laden's right-hand man at the time, uh it um as uh, a justification for the fatwa in America, which one way or another leads to 9-11. Like, you know, they openly talked about um, you know, this, the, 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 the US's um uh, treachery of their quote-unquote Albanian brothers, even though none hmm. of them were Albanian. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, and um, yeah, the, 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 that that was the, the the basis of you know the, the bombing of the USS Cole, and yes, uh, you know, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think that something could something could oh, you know, in in much the same manner, something something deep, deeply terrible could happen, and and yeah, I mean, you know, that in itself would, given that the, the the Biden administration has been talking up the threat of like you know right right of um, you know right wing extremism. Um, it, 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 you know, as as this is new kind of uh, as, a, as a as a new toy for the FBI to play with, um, and you know, fit fit people with um, uh, mental health it, it conditions up for serious crimes and then jail them. I mean, you know, this gives the US something else to fight um, yeah. as well. So, yeah, it, we we could be seeing an exact repeat of what happened in the late '90s and the early 2000s. God help us all.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> or perhaps an even worse conclusion which is that a lot of these guys when they come back to the European countries are going to employ be employed in various different fascist organizations who as the um the ability of the uh, the capitalist states in Western Europe to control their populations diminishes in the economic crisis well they might need the services of these guys as auxiliaries if uh, say, say for instance the situation in France escalates out of control, well then, much like you know, back in the good old nineteen thirties, forming auxiliary forces that appear to be independent from the state but actually aren't, to so batter more violently um, strikers and protesters and workers into submission, could be an appealing prospect for some of the reactionary forces inside the French and the British and the German state. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm sure that the, I'm sure that the Germans, as we discussed last time, have, have got <laughs> a, you know a, a a vast rolodex of numbers of um, of, of ukrainian neo-nazis people who fought alongside them on i mean they're probably on payroll (laughs) as it is i mean yeah that that is like i mean it's exactly like the it's it's the creation of a perfect um you know uh yeah quasi quasi state um uh you know pan-european fascist fascist police force i mean you know bear in mind you um, know you know or, you know, or, or um, you know civilian army i mean you know, bear in mind that uh uh the in the in the 19 um i think it was the 1920s when, when um union Fascisti, which was the forerunner of the british union fascists it was infiltrated by special branch and they very quickly uh, concluded that they were uh, counter subversive um, because you know they were um, a bunch of racist capitalists and who mm. loved the empire, so of course you know I mean you <laughs> yeah they're pro state you know then they're, they're, they're no, they they, they would there were no no, no threat to threat to britain and indeed could be uh, used to um uh, crack down on on anarchists and so- on socialists who are you know the the, the real enemy. Mm. so yeah i mean and and also as we yeah again as we discussed last time i think that the living standards in in across europe are collapsing um you know the the, uh, the the inflation in in, in germany is, is completely insane and i mean i think that the i i read an um uh, uh, an article in in the um, in the F- the other day, which was effectively, I think it was the very first time that uh, that any um, me- <coughs> mainstream source has attempted to put a uh, a, a date on when the U- the UK cost of living crisis will um, be over, and they forecast, you know, that at, at best it would be, you know, twenty twenty eight. Um, you know, which is a very very long time. Um, and so, yeah. In effect, like that, this is this is this is playing out all over Europe. It's not being. Is not being acknowledged. Um, how much longer it can be, uh, particularly, you know, uh, how much longer it can be ignored, um, isn't clear. But you know, like pro, pro um, anti-government protests and um, uh, you know are gathering in recurrence and strength across the continent. Um, you know, the the, the 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 sanctions we were told were going to you know collapse the Russian economy and make the ruble rubble are actually have actually put you know Western capitalist states at significant at significant risk of upheaval. Um, You know, I think that was precisely the reason that the (laughs) German security services seem to have, um, you know, busted a a, a coup um, that they may well have had some role in orchestrating, (laughs) you know, I mean, it's so yeah, I mean, you know, that 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 risk is, is growing, Um, you know, by some estimates, the next winter will be even harder than this last one. I mean, of course, we were lucky to in Europe to have uh, uh, uh unexpectedly mild weather but yeah i mean i, th- I you know in in that context an enor- an enormous um uh, amount of you know of dissent and you know people wanting an end to um the 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 um the present setup and something very very different um, you know several countries are you know seemingly in preparation for this passing um you know sweeping anti terror legislation you know in the uk there's the national security bill which seems to um you know specifically target um you know um, political activism um <laughs> and you know anyone possessed of dissenting opinions whatsoever it's a imprisonable offence to um even even hold um uh, confidential inf- uh, um, government files let, let alone and publicize them so i'll be doing life uh, if i ever <laughs> return to the uk but yeah that like i mean in that in the, in the state can only do do so much particularly if you're going to continue pretending that the european leaders are going to continue pretending that yes that europe is this this oasis of uh of democracy and progress um yeah why not outsource it to a bunch of ukraine of suddenly unbusy out of work ukrainian fascists <laughs> yeah exactly well, um, Kit Clarenberg, it has
0: as always been a very interesting discussion covering a wide range of interconnected issues in the um, in the world of imperialist conflict and uh, attempted conflict management. Shall we say? Um, if listeners want to find out uh, more about your writing
1: and find more of your work tell them where to go sure well i mean i i um, most frequently contribute to the gray zone um and the dedicated uk uk section just for me um which you can find in the top bar but i also um, i'm also on twitter which is just my my name kit clarenberg and uh, i'm also on substack so um please subscribe
0: it's free okay well, Kit Clarenberg, thank you for joining us today. And um, as always, when we do uh, episodes like this, uh, we're going to end the episode with some appropriate uh, music from the Titoist era of Yugoslavia. So thank you for your time today. Super. Thank you. <laughs>